again, I'm back with a topic today around clinging to messages we like or don't like. Messages, messaging in general. And I wasn't planning on doing a recording, but I saw that someone else that I admire and respect was talking about a similar theme. And it just seems like some important practical advice that I give to myself a lot. So I just became aware that maybe other people would benefit from it as a reminder. Because this is stuff that you already know. But sometimes we need reminders. So yeah, practical advice that I'm, I'm giving myself a lot. It's been coming up a lot. And it's advice really for anyone who is wanting to surf rather than swim the increasingly choppy waves of collapse, shenanigans, of upheaval and turmoil that we are all experiencing inwardly and outwardly. And that practical advice, it's been said for millennia in different ways, but basically to everything, there is a season. There is a time. The time comes and it goes. And, and to everything, there's a season. Let me build on that. Where I'm coming from with that, with this advice today, is my need to put down ideas, stories, messages, messaging, and the identities that result within myself around those ideas, stories, messages, and messaging. And those messages and ideas and stories are true. They've been true. Maybe for a really long time. Maybe always. <laughs> Maybe they've been true in other lifetimes. And it's truth that has followed me over and over and over again. But there comes a time when those stories, those ideas, those messages can't come with me anymore. They can't move forward with me on this path that I am on right now. Because they've become more of a heavy burden rather than a helpful tool. So it's time to let it go. That doesn't mean that they become untrue. That doesn't mean that those stories and messages and identities are fake or dumb or trash, no, just time to let it go, loosen my grip, because it just can't come forward with me. So what kind of messages am I talking about? Anything from spirit, anything from books, anything from social media posts, anything from coaches, therapists, healers, from dreams even that I've had in the past that came from myself to myself, from past relationships. Messages that really resonated, either positively or negatively. And the thing about information that resonates, whether it be really exciting, interesting, positive, affirming, or deeply wounding, traumatizing, it's normal for our brains to seize on that information that stands out in any way that it stands out. It's just normal to seize on what stands out. 
it's ingrained, it's inherent, it's hardwired for like just basic survival. But to be fair, the negative stuff is what really tends to stand out. But so can the positive stuff. Anyway, anything that gets our ego identities worked up. And so that also includes any messages and stories about how amazing, about how gifted, about how special we are. That can be true. <laughs> it can be true. But seizing on and clinging and building a narrative and a path and an identity as a result just is not, not where I'm going, not where I'm headed. So like I said, those messages can be true. But if they're true, it's always going to be a partial truth, a slice of truth, a limited narrative. Because we can't, <laughs> can't even begin to fathom all of it, all the truth, all the things. And again, that's normal. It's not a, a failure. That's not a personal failing. But the problem is when we cling to it and turn it into an ultimate truth. A partial truth becoming an ultimate truth and an identity. And an identity as a result. And when the time comes to loosen our grip on that story and identity, we don't want to do it. We've built our sense of certainty. Our sense of identity, which is our sense of survival. <laughs> and our worth on a story, an idea, a message that had truth to it, but now it's time to loosen up. So getting rigid and dogmatic about it as my sense of self, as my sense of identity, is a big problem when on a spiritual path where, well, a spiritual path in general, any authentic spiritual path in general, but where you want to let go and flow and be led rather than force and exhaust, and grind so for people who are are interested in that more so and that just becomes even more relevant in modern life right now so there are times and seasons when something I learned or what someone told me or something even I just remembered it's important yes important and helpful and useful but getting stuck in that and not being flexible and open to more ideas to the the other stuff that's coming in and unfolding getting stuck and, and not being flexible is a really big problem for me leads to a lot of suffering a lot of suffering so here are a couple of examples of this one more general that applies to everyone and one more specific to my experience. I was reading a book by Sadhguru called Karma, where he goes into depth about what karma is and what it isn't and how we have a lot of misinformation and misconceptions about what karma is. It's incredibly simple, basic. Uh, you could see it as a, a natural law similar to gravity. What goes up must come down. Action and, and reaction. Um, and he was saying in the book that he doesn't like to talk about 
people about everyone being God, which is a popular spiritual concept in the New Age marketplace, but but just it's you know it's a it's a real thing in non-dualistic traditions like Advaita Vedanta, but but other things as well. And he doesn't like to talk about people being God because it leads to delusion and delusional identities really quickly. So technically speaking, in a non-dual tradition, it's ultimately true that everyone and everything emerged from the same unchanging, unborn, eternal substratum or fabric of reality, which can be called Brahman, among other things. And that is, in in non-dualistic traditions, is what is known as God. I won't go into more details about it. Um, This is just an example. Maybe I will link to a really helpful, really straightforward YouTube video from a Swami who introduces this concept in a really easy way. I'll think about that. Maybe I'll do that. Um, But this is just an example. The point was being, the point was that people's conditioning and ideas around what God is and what it means is it's so deeply ingrained and our individualism, our need to be special is so deep that it's really impossible to remain unattached and objective when considering yourself, when considering myself to be God. We start getting into what that means for us, what we can get from it, what we can experience with it. We get hopped up on ideas of power and manifestation and specialness. And because most of us don't have a lot of experience with balance, we can run with an idea that sounds really great or really interesting or really powerful and head into imbalance really quickly. And then what happens is more so than that being bad or sinful or wrong. No, no, no. It's yeah, it it has impacts on others. And yes, all of that. But when an idea and an identity of being God, as an example, is challenged somehow, we will struggle and suffer as a result. And we will make life miserable for ourselves. And when we're miserable ourselves, we make life miserable for others. That's just how it works. We're clinging to this identity now when the point of it ultimately with this idea of being God is to help you not to cling to that identity at all. That's like the basis of it. But you know, modern people really aren't there. So he was just saying, I, I avoid that because it can get really snarled and messy with our delusions about what that means. You gotta let go of that message and not turn it into an identity. And the practical example would be me quitting social media. And there being a response from others, but also within myself to that, which is um, for myself that that it's permanent and that it's my identity. For others, they might be having another narrative and projecting that onto me. But like, just for an example, quitting social media, avoiding that part of life, um, one identity that results from that would be like, for example, I'm a Pisces moon. I am. I'm a Pisces moon actually in tropical Western astrology and also in Jyotish. 
my moon remains in Pisces. And so there are lots of narratives and identities around that, a lot of messages. Like, I like to retreat and escape and avoid reality, and I'm being a hermit, and I'm limiting myself, um, things like that. But my quitting social media is for a season. It's for a time that was right for me to do that. It was aligned for me to do that. I was ancestrally guided to do that. Even if I never posted to social media ever again, it really has nothing to do with my identity and my path. It's about following what's aligned for me in the seasons and the times that it's right for me. If I get rigid about it and insist to myself and it becomes my identity that I'm not open to being flexible about it and I'm not open and surrendered for things to shift and change, then I'm just blocking myself and getting in my own way. So to be clear, whether or not I stay off social media forever ever is not the point. Even, it's not even the point of like, what are the effects? What are the results of blocking and limiting myself? That's not my main point here. My point is that my inner state is frozen. My inner state is frozen and I'm not open to flowing in guidance, through guidance. And on this path that I am on, there are always going to be changes and challenges and shifts and growth and extraction and, and contraction, I mean. And so if I'm in that inner state of being rigid and frozen about what I like and what I don't like about the messages I like, the identities I like, the ones that I don't like, I can't, I can't flex and flow. I can't surf. I'm just going to be paddling in the water, exhausting myself. So I think the main message here that I have been giving to myself a lot, when I cling to ideas and identities that I either really like or really don't like, so either I benefit from, from it or these are messages and ideas and identities that really hurt and wounded me. If I'm clinging to it, I'm staying stuck in patterns and cycles that are limiting for personal development. Yes, definitely. But beyond that, beyond that, really damaging to my inner alignment, my authentic way of being and living in alignment with my inner North Star, my inner North Star. And when I'm in alignment, and being guided by my inner North Star, the light, that big bright light that stands out amongst all the other distractions and lights and ideas. I'm just following my inner North Star. I'm naturally serving life because then it's not just about me anymore. My fulfillment in doing that, in being that, it's gonna spill over to others naturally. Me becomes we in a way that's organic and unforced. I guess that's, that's really the only message I have today. So just a reminder, putting it out there. I'm going to be, I didn't, I wasn't planning on it. I'm just gonna be cleaning things, some things out and letting, and letting go even more. It's the more stuff that can't come forward with me. Okay, I hope this helps someone. 
please stay well, be well. Thanks for listening. Bye.